All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. After 5 o'clock, how are you? It's Positive Friday and Sports 1440. Alongside uh, Orders Nation, uh, Gary and Sam are in at 100 uh, we mentioned uh, Rob at two, so uh, we are inching closer to uh, filling up the uh, pyramid in the uh, pyramid of giving. We got the final hour here. We always got to make it. We're very close because if we get to the seventy-five hundred dollar goal, then GS Construction will match it. We'll raise fifteen thousand for the Holiday Hamper, and the Holiday Hamper is a, is a local small charity. Uh, that is growing. Uh, they now everybody who makes a donation gets a tax receipt because it's a pure donation. You're not getting anything in return other than the goodwill, knowing that you're helping others. Right, so you get the tax receipt, which is great. Also, uh, it is helping families who otherwise wouldn't go with just like some of the simplest things at Christmas, like food, a gift for maybe their kids, and uh, that's what you're going to be helping out. So 833-401-1440 on a positive Friday. We're looking for uh, uh, $100 and $200 uh, donations. We need uh, one at 200 and uh, three at 100 We'd love to have more. We can always go over. But uh, that's the minimum that we need. 833-401-1440. Now, if you want to make a bigger donation, we take it. All of like our $1,000 and $500 donations got filled up in the first hour today, which is unreal. So uh, thank you very much for that. But uh, if you want to help out, we want to get to uh, our goal today. So uh, one at 200 and three people at $100. Uh, Lorianne Munzer, has, she's challenged all the ladies. Uh, she's the only lady yet to uh, donate. So ladies, chop, chop, step up. Help her out. There you go. Now, let's get to the spec report brought to you by GS Construction. Uh, very generous. Our big shout out to them for uh, being so generous to want to uh, help and match the pyramid of giving. If you want to work for a company that's that giving, go to Indeed.com and look up GS Construction. Uh, Mark Spector uh, joins us here on a positive Friday. Spec. Oh, you got the Christmas tree up, eh? How you do? Uh, let's be honest. Shelka put that up, didn't she? 
No, it was all me. It's all me. Every inch of it. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I couldn't spell Christmas without Chuck. C H R I S T. Do you um, do you have a favorite Christmas drink? Well, that's a good question. Uh, you know, I'm. Uh, I'm a sucker for an eggnog and uh, Appleton's. That's an awfully nice Christmas drink. Yeah. It's the probably the least healthy drink you will have in any 12 month period. Uh, all that cream and all that eggnog, and but you know what? It's not something that you drink at any other time of year. I think maybe that's it, Jay. There's only one time a year when I'm pouring booze and eggnog. That's at Christmas. Maybe a couple over the Christmas season, and that's it. I don't think you could ever drink more than one or two of them, could you? Yeah, well, I guess you could if you wanted to, but yeah, they, they get a, they get a little sweet. My my wife loves the the Costco pre made ones. Like the minute it comes out, man, she'll be like sending me pictures. It's like Christmas for. Her. And my wife doesn't really drink; it's hilarious. But she's got this eggnog, and so she's in the hot tub. She has her eggnog yeah. for like six weeks, and she just thinks yeah. it's the greatest time. So, but you're right; she never has more than one. Yeah, why not? yeah. No, it's, it's kind of heavy. You know, yeah. it's kind of heavy. But oh, yeah. oh, at some point in the Christmas season, oh, yeah. pour an eggnog, a little rum, some of that, uh, what's the spite, little cinnamon on cinnamon top. Cinnamon for sure. And you know what? You'll enjoy it and then you'll move on. On December 15th, Gregor, I roll out Bailey's with coffee every morning. And oh. until the 40 runs out, it starts on the 15th. There you and go. then when it runs out, that's when Christmas is over in oh, my house. All right. Well, that's fair. Yeah. Then why not? <laughs> Send yourself. You've got your limits. I've got the one big bottle. It's my authority and will last for 10 days. And yes, I'm drinking at seven in the morning, but I'm not still drinking at three in the afternoon. Yes, Thank you. Exactly. Uh, Spec, the Edmonton orders uh, last night. Uh, that was one of the more entertaining low scoring games I've seen in quite some time. I thought both goaltenders were good. Stuart Skinner kind of went safe for save. And really at the end of it, Spec, you could say that Stuart Skinner outdueled one of the best goalies because Skinner, you know what, the goal that he got beat on didn't really have a chance. It's you know it's a deflection at the side of the net. Whereas, you know, Hellebuck made some miraculous stops and then let one from Nurse get through him that uh, if that was the other way around, people would be calling for Skinner's head today. So it was uh uh you know what give the orders credit. They stuck with it and then their power play got a a match Massive goal uh, from guys you would expect to score key times. Yeah, like I think we have to say that. We've said a lot of times that the Edmonton Oilers tonight had the second best goalie on the ice. Yeah. Sometimes that was in a 5-4 game. Sometimes that was in a 2-1 game. But there was a lot of nights when we said it, and I'm not sure that we were wrong. And we should say that last night the Edmonton Oilers had the best goalie on the ice, and the guy at the other end won the Vesna before. So – you know, I'm not saying it's – I'm not making a career statement here. No, no. I'm making a 60-minute statement. Yep. But last night, Stu Skinner gave the Oilers everything that they needed. Uh, I I really, really like to see the team that could go f- – what was it? It was 53 minutes in a one nothing hockey game and not panic, right? Not make a, a real dumb pinch because we got to score a goal right now. Uh, not make a bunch of three-on-twos against because we're trying too hard to equalize the game. Very patient, very professional. And you know what happens with that team, Jay, some nights? Some night that team just gets a break. It took 57 or whatever it was, 53 minutes Mm -hmm. to get that break. But they got that break, and they end up winning a hockey game off of it. 
Yeah, no, I know. You know what? It was, and then, you know, Ryan McLeod gets the empty net. He also gets an assist on Nurse's goal. And, uh, you know, I, I know after the game, he kind of pointed out, uh, like, I think it was almost sheepish, like, geez, I don't want my first to be an empty netter. But you see his teammates, like, dude, don't kick the, like, don't kick a gift horse in the mouth, man. I don't care. You haven't scored in 25 games. How, and I honestly, like, he had two shifts back when it's two to one. He was on the ice right after the 2-1 goal. Then it went in McDavid's line. Then it went McLeod again. Like, the, the coach, the coach clearly has confidence in him. Like, those are two key shifts, two of the final three shifts to put McLeod on the ice. Yeah, I think that we're starting to see a few traits from Chris Knobloch, right? We're starting to see a few things here now. You know, he, the other night when they were leading, he, he kept running out the, Again, I think it was against Anaheim. He gave everybody a chance on the power play, yep. not named McDavid and Drysdale at the end, which I thought was cool. He's massaged McLeod, who's, you know, he's down low a little bit. It's not going well for Ryan McLeod, and he's worked this kid into a position to get some confidence, right? He he can't get the confidence for McLeod, but he sure can put him in position to get it, and that's what he did, and it worked. Good for him. And, you know, I think we're seeing a coach that's, Hey, you walk in the door out of the AHL and you barely, you don't even know every player's first name on this team. Now he's starting to get to know guys. He's starting to find out what makes him tick. And, and I think we're seeing, you know, the, the record says he's been successful so far. And I think this coach is just starting to get his feet wet here. Two weeks ago, Speck, you came on here. I call it Fearful Friday in my mental calendar. And you said the Oilers are washed. And I had a small heart attack. All my blood froze in my veins. 14 days later, are you feeling, can I feel a little bit less worried about this team? Or is this just oh, the up sure. and down of being at the bottom of the league? Yeah, no, absolutely. Because they're playing a game now that gives you hope. You know, the game they were playing two weeks ago was, it was just, there's, there's that game, it wasn't going anywhere. And I don't think anyone would call me negative for saying it. Uh, the game they're playing now is they've, they've built themselves a proper game here. They've, They've got a proper defensive structure in their own zone. They're they're getting the kind of goaltending that you can win on. They're, you know, they're. I mean, look at them in the faceoff circle last night, right? Faceoff circles a, a, one of the tenets of the game that often gets overlooked. Rick Bonus, who's only coached about two thousand games, said after the game, "We lose that game because we lost seventy percent of the Where Edmonton was seventy percent in the circle, you know, and so they're they're playing proper structural." systematic hockey and they got a couple of the best players in the world to take the puck to the net and make things happen. So yeah, one, yeah, I think you can feel better about your team. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> I'm not taking back what I said two weeks ago. You're Pat, not. I was right then. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I never told you they'll never make the playoffs. I believe what I said was this kind of hockey's never making the playoffs. And I like the way they're playing now. And they're clearly in position now where they can turn this thing around. Mark Spector from uh, Roger Sportsnet uh, joins us. Speck, uh, what do you make of that uh, Zadorov trade? Um, it's interesting, isn't it? You know, I, the biggest factor for me in terms of a third and a fifth, a lot of people thought, oh, they should get more. The biggest thing here is uh, Calgary didn't have to retain any salary. Mm -hmm. That tipped the scales on that trade. Everybody else said, we'll take Zadorov, but you got to keep the salary. So that's what put Vancouver in the driver's seat in that to get that player. Now, what is Zadorov, Jay? Is he a, you know, is he a, is he a number four, or is he a third pairing defenseman? What do you think he is? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, 
he, to me, I think he could be a number four. I, I don't see why he can't be. Right? His his he's being inconsistent at times. Right? That's that's what I've seen. Everybody I talked to well, in Calgary, uh, you know, even in Arizona. But when he's on, man, like he's he's huge. He skates well. He's well, physical. He could easily be. I think when he's focused, yes, he could be a number four. Okay, but I guess what I would say to you here is you can't tell me I'm only going to look at when he's good and I'm going to say he's number four. I'm looking at the body of work, right? Like the difference between a four and a five is a four plays a lot more. So if you're telling me he's inconsistent, I'm going to get a lot more of the downside and a lot more of the upside than if he was on the third pairing. Uh, I think you're right exactly. If he can get some consistency in his game, he's a second pairing defenseman all day long. I'm not sure he's got that consistency. So let's call him a four or five just for fun. You know, you're giving up a third and a fifth for a four or five defenseman. That's, I think that's probably par for the course, don't you? Yeah, probably. Right? Like, it's interesting to me. Like Vancouver, basically Alvin's the only GM who's making trades right now. There's been four trades. He's been involved in all four of them yeah. since <laughs> since the season started. So good, good for him. him, right? Like good for him. Good and for so him. you know, I I never buy the the hey trades trades are hard to make if you want to make them. And he made some, right? Now I know other fans are like, oh, they should have got Zadorov. The owners don't need a left defenseman. He wasn't the guy they no. needed. All right. And Jack Campbell, would they like to trade him? Of course. But trading Jack Campbell is a trade we haven't seen. Name the last player who got traded who was owed $17 million that wasn't going on LTIR. Right? Who? Yeah. Right? Like, you, you got... That's a good question. There's no precedent. I have the research, but oh, you I probably looked. have. There's no precedent for it, right? <laughs> like, guys on LTIR are different, right? Because they're going on the LTIR. It's not really cap hit. Away you go. This guy's not on LTIR. He's currently playing in the minors. So, it's... um. Yeah. It's still I wrote like, this today. I got a notebook out there on sportsnet.ca. I urge you all to go read it. Uh, listen, the orders... W- w- the owners have to get closer to the end of this contract, even by a year or two years. They got to find a way. I get it. Listen, it's a lousy contract. They never should have signed him for so long or so much. It's a bad deal. Okay. We all agree on that. But now, before you can remedy it, the cost to remedy a contract with this much left, 17 million, is so high, Jay that they got to knock it down. They got to get to, you know, starting next year, it's going to be 15 million. And if you can, if he can at least back up for you for a couple of years, now it's down to 10 million. And maybe we can do something about that. You start buying them out now. It's so punitive. You start trying to trade them now. It costs you so much. They got to try to get some mileage out of this contract, even though it stinks. At least the guy's got to be able to be an NHL backup, Jake. Can he back up Skinner for Pete's sakes? He's not. Is he that far gone? Well, that's a good question. I, well, we'll find out, Spec, because <laughs> I firmly believe he's going to be here before the New Jersey or Chicago game. Depending Me on too. which one, he's going to come up, and we'll see. Like he, you're, he's ne- It's going to be virtually. I should say never. It'll be, it'll be very difficult for him to live up to his contract. I think that's valid. But sure. could he be a decent backup? That's what they're going to hope for. And they just say, okay, if our backup, even though he's making more than our starter, it might, but our starter's underpaid, then whatever. Like they don't love it, but it's still seven million for your goalies. And that's what you look at. Right. So, um, you know, we'll see. That's Jack. That's a good deal. So if yeah. you get good goaltending for seven million bucks, exactly. If this guy can play every fourth game. All I want is every fourth game. Skinner's pretty good for three, right? Give me every fourth game out of this guy. We got set. Is it 7.3 for the goaltending? When you look at it big picture, you know what? Bobrovsky makes 10, and he's only been any good since about the middle of the first round last year. Yeah. No, you're right. And that's uh, that's the thing. So uh, we'll see. Spec, have yourself a wonderful weekend. 
and uh, we will Hold check. Hold on a second. Yeah. Month, wait a second, wait a second. Month of giving starts, right? Yes, month of giving's on today, big fella. Good. I'm happy to see you do that again, Jay. We did now did we did we didn't miss it last year. You guys were still on the air on DSN last yeah, yeah, year. Yeah, no, we, we giving, this right? is the yeah, this is our thirteenth uh, consecutive month of giving, yeah. We're only off in the summertime. Good, okay. Yeah. Good. Well, I always I always throw something in the loop here. So let me uh, let me take one of those two hundred dollars squares and uh, perfect. I'll challenge every new I'll challenge every new grandfather out there. Hey, to match me, buddy. Grandfather <laughs> spec. You have a grandson or a granddaughter? Granddaughter. What's her name? Arwen Specter. Oh, Arwen gee. Specter. She was born last night at eleven o'clock at night. Oh, so did Gramps and Grandma go see her today? We sure did, man. Oh, I got some pictures, and Shulk and I are walking around a foot off the ground. Oh, that is unbelievable, man. That is so <laughs> awesome. Well, Grandpa Speck, I love it. So, yeah, all the grandpas out there, hey, like the challenge. We got about uh, 35 minutes left, so that's fantastic. Congrats to you, and, uh, hey, have a, you deserve an eggnog or two tonight as Grandpa. Oh, you bet it, you bet, partner. Give me a get your girl to give me a text and oh, we will. Yeah, Chris will be calling you from the holiday hamper. You bet. I love it. So there you go. Perfect. Awesome. All right, Grandpa Speck. (laughs) Congrats, Speck. That might be. uh, Yeah, call him Grandpa for now. That's gonna be unbelievable. You're so old. Settle down, Grandpa. Settle down. Oh my goodness, I can just see the memes of Grandpa Specter instead of Grandpa Simpson. Oh, that's awesome, man. Uh, I love it. Congratulations. That's a big deal. Uh, anybody out there who's been a grandparent knows, man, what a, what a joy that is. You're like, God, they, they're great. They're cute, but I don't have to keep them all the time. It's amazing. Quick break. Uh, we'll come back. Hey, let's, uh, let's fill it out. We're close. We need, um, one more $200 donation and, uh, and two more $100 donations. 833-401-1440. We got to fill out the pyramid, and then GS is going to match it for $7,500. So, hey, you can be the final piece of the puzzle. 833-401-1440. Include your name with your donation amount. Appreciate it. 530 towards 1440. Carolyn uh, comes in, is matching Lorianne. Carolyn is uh, making uh, her donation as well. Also, Nicole. So, uh, thank you. Sam coming in as a new grandfather with a $200 donation. Uh, Patty in uh, Spruce Grove uh, also uh, coming in. So uh, that is awesome. So uh, thank you very much. It's a flurry of activity. It is. So uh, I think it's great. So yes, we've uh, hey we've reached our goal. But you know what? We can always go over a little bit more because trust me, it's not like they only needed fifteen grand. So if you want to help out in the final half hour, one hundred, two hundred, five hundred, anything to help out the holiday hamper, we'd love it. I'd love to push the number up. I'll get an official total at the next break to see where we're at. And you know, I love round numbers, so uh, we'll see. I think we're. Uh, with the 7500 from GS Construction, uh, we're probably, well, I know we're over 15 grand, so we'll see how much. Maybe, awesome. we, can, maybe we can get to 16 by the end of the show. It's never, uh, never a problem to see. Now, let's, um, let's go in the room brought to you by Next Gen Transportation, heavy haul transport provider, 100% locally owned and operated. And uh, they want to say a big shout out to uh, Devo, who is qualified for the Canadian bobsled team. Good job. Also, uh, Morgan just came in another hundred. Out of boy, Morgs. Sweet. Now we uh, welcome into the program uh, Alan Mitchell, aka Low Tide, a host of the Lowdown, noon to two here on Sports fourteen forty. Uh, Al, uh, you've watched a lot of games last night. Uh, the Edmonton orders, man, like that. Well, I don't say it very often, but man, that was a really entertaining, low-scoring game. They they played really well, and the best thing about it was. I heard you talking earlier about you know how they played a complete game. They didn't lose their their 
their focus and they stayed within themselves. And what they ended up doing, I think, was playing their, pretty much their most complete game. By that, I mean they they were patient. The nurse goal, sure, it was you know a little bit fluky, but he did all the right things. He came in over the line. He pushed the defenseman. He got a little bit of a screen, and he beat a hell of a goaltender. And and from then on, I mean, the dry saddle goal was huge because they needed the power play. And then the, the, the empty net goal for McLeod is goal because even though it's a, an empty net goal, it doesn't matter. He's off the schneid, and he's got that going on. So it's like it was... And I thought Skinner played well, and the defense looked structured. At home, Bouchard are playing bigger minutes. There's there's a lot about that game that I think Wilder fans can be very positive about, including the fact they beat a very good hockey club that was seven and three going in. Yeah, the Jets. Uh, you know what? Although they've suddenly lost three in a row for them, but uh, you know they're a solid team. They're they're not a top. I don't think Winnipeg's a top team in my eye, but I think they're a competitive team. They got a goaltender who clearly for you know was stoned in the orders for fifty three minutes, and you know what? Good for Darnell Nurse to uh, shoot through a screen, but obviously Hellebuck, that's one you saw his reaction. Uh, he would like back. Uh, what did you make of uh, McLeod's game? Well, I like McLeod's game, and he's been doing a lot of the right things. And, and I know that people are getting after him for not going to the tough areas. Uh, and that has been a problem, was a, po- a problem in the scouting reports. But at 5-on-5 five five a year ago, he scored 1.86 points per 60, which is a really good number. And, you know, he, he does have skill. He can make plays, and he was getting chances. They weren't going in. Uh, and the bigger concern for me was that the line was getting outscored. And... Uh, I, I was looking forward to Holloway and Fogel being his line mates this year. Uh, Ryan has been good. Brown, they'll try. But I, I, I think they might need a, uh, to add a, a two-way winger for that line um, down the stretch or maybe at the deadline. Because I don't, I don't think McLeod is a guy you move away, but you might need to get a little more experience. And, and Ryan is a really good experienced player, but a, a guy like Ryan, maybe with a little more foot speed, is what that line needs. When you look at this team LT versus where it was two weeks ago when we had the panic meter set to maximum throttle, how far have you brought it back? Are we how how much are we saying they're back? How much is this just a upswing during a long season? Well, I think I, I, they just looked like a different team, even though they're the same players. All the things that were were really erratic and seemingly unfixable have now been straightened up. I mean, the the Nurse and CeCe are a good pairing, and CeCe's been healthy this year, and Nurse has played very well since the coaching change. But the, the change in the Ekholm-Bouchard, and we talk about the coaching staff, but maybe it's that Ekholm's healthy now. Uh, there's a little bit of wobble on the third pair, but it looks good. The top line, uh, McDavid, Hyman, and Nuge has been good. Uh, the second line, not quite there, but you can see them making inroads. The McLeod line we talked about. And then a guy like James Hamlin on the fourth line has really given them a boost. So it, it's it's really night and day. And, and I like I hesitate to say it's all coaching because I think it just might be better health for McDavid and Eckholm and even Ryan McLeod. But whatever it is, um, you know, they're I think I think they're still not there in goal. They need to either have Campbell come back or acquire a guy. Uh, but Skinner's keeping them in. He's got a good save percentage of the last four games. That's not a big sample, but he's getting there. And part of getting there is, as uh, Gregor's mentioned, is they're they're 
they're not getting as much many shots up and they're not giving them from that like the, the slot was a swim up bar uh, for most nights for the orders during that period of time that it was was very poor you could go in there and do anything you'd order a drink go to the bathroom come back dance with somebody nobody was going to do anything and now they're <laughs> they're guarding that area a little better and that I think is probably a, a coaching tweak in terms of coverage well, coverage and commitment for sure. And the other thing, Al, listening to and, and speaking with Vincent DeHarnay, Evan Bouchard, and, and Echo myself uh, about Paul Coffey, uh, there's, you know, there's lots of people, oh, he has no experience, and, uh, and he didn't have coaching experience, but he has communication experience, right? And I think he understands the game, and I don't think anybody can discount Coffey, maybe, you know, not tactically so much, but he's the guy, like, he talks little things. Vincent, just move your feet. That might sound like a simple thing, but for a big man like him, he just move your feet, and he presents it in a way that DeHarnay's like, okay. And then uh, Ekholm says he likes that coffee's, you know, a guy who gives you instant feedback, but he's more so on the positive side than pointing out the, the negative side. And yeah. uh, and then you had uh, Bouchard talking about how he meant, hey, Evan, play to your strengths, right? Like, yeah, sure, we you can be physical, but that's that's not the main thing I want from you. And the, And the key for me is I know it's a small sample size. And so we'll see what happens. And I've said this all along. I need to see two straight months before I'm a firm believer that the players have got out of their system. But how many glaring errors have you seen from the blue line in the last nine games? Like, not, I can't really not, think not, of any. Yeah, not as many for sure. And sometimes it's just a different, like, you know, uh, um, as a parent, uh, I could tell my kids something until I'm blue in the face. Yeah. But if they hear it from somebody else, uh, somebody that, you know, they they know or somebody else's dad or mom, sometimes that's all the difference. And it sounds ridiculous to say that, but it's true. Sometimes the messenger being changed is, is very effective, even if the message is somewhat similar, just the way it's presented. And, you know, Coffee's a, a, you know, he's a bright guy, obviously he survived in hockey as a player. Uh, and then after that, so he's got something going on. Uh, and, and, you know, he watched a lot of NHL hockey and he played in a lot of NHL hockey. And, and I remember uh, at the beginning when, when he was announced, I'm like, what, you know, what, coffee. I mean, how is he going to teach people to skate as well as he did? Cause that's what he did, but that's not really it. I mean, you have to give him credit for, for knowing the game and having a good mind and based on what, you know, we're hearing about it. Uh, it looks like that's exactly what happened. He's he has the the right message, and he's able to convey it in the proper way. And and it's being picked up by a wide range of skill sets uh, on defense, and that's a good thing. Al Mitchell uh, joins us. Al, are you, where do you come out on the, on the break? Is it good or bad for Edmonton? I think it's good. I think that the, there's a, such a new coaching staff. They're going to get a chance to kind of drill down a little bit. I love what they've done on the PK. I'll be interested in, in knowing what the tweaks are. Uh, I'd like to see them, you know, take advantage of this time and maybe, uh, I don't know how many games Bakersfield plays, but maybe you could send Broberg down, uh, kind of get, you know, a reset there, get him into some games, and maybe even, you know, call up somebody, as you were talking to Ryan Holt earlier, and let Broberg stay down there for a couple of weeks. It's a long season. This is a little bit of a break. Uh, and then, obviously, Christmas coming up, too. But they've got a real opportunity here at home to put a hole in the deficit between them and the last playoff spot. And I think the rest will, you know, they, they played the, the, the big guns a little bit more here uh, in, in the recent games. And they, you know, look at the 7-3 and three record and where they lost. They lost on the road against tough teams. I think this team could go on a run. And maybe this rest that they're going to get is exactly what they need to do it. 
Yeah, I, I would agree. I don't, I don't think the rest is terrible. I think the coaching staff, uh, especially when you, when you heard Knobloch explain how when you come in in junior or the AHL, you got like three or four days of practice and you can really drill into things. And now he has three days of practices. And, uh, and I think when you're winning, guys are naturally more attentive. They're like, Oh, we've had some success. We're going to, you know, it's, it's easier to get their attention. It's easier to push them. I think, you know, he can have an intense practice on, on the Sunday if he would like, cause there's still two days until they have Wednesday. And then maybe there's some more technical thinking type of drills, possibly. Um, you know, I'm sure they'll work a little bit on their special teams, which have both been very good lately. But, uh, you know, if you're not looking to improve it, uh, then, then you're not going to get better. Um, I do think that, um, well, Broberg, first of all, they won't send him down because they play on Saturday and it would be one game. Uh, you know, and I'd actually talk to Ken Holland about that. Uh, and plus Broberg, Broberg wanted the opportunity to have like intense practices just to show the coach what he's capable of and understand what the coach wants. And then I think you'll see Broberg go down because I don't see him getting in the lineup until there's an injury the way everybody's playing, and then he can't just sit around much longer. So I wouldn't be surprised, Al, that we see Broberg, um, you know, maybe he's here on Wednesday and, and Friday, and then possibly after that they uh, they make the uh, the change with him and Jack Campbell. Like, not those two specific. Obviously, Pickard will go down for Campbell, but I wouldn't be surprised that maybe Pickard and Broberg go down and Campbell, and uh, it sounds like Cam Deneen right now might be the first guy to come up. Not that he's necessarily going to play. He would just come up and sit in the press box. Yeah. That makes sense. They're, they're, uh, I've been watching the Condors, and they've got a nice defensive group there. I heard you talking about Warner. He really is. Like he's a WHL scout told me that he was like that his team didn't like to play against Warner because he's kind of like he's got an edge to him, and he's a like you know some guys aren't naturally mean, but and I'm not saying he's a mean guy. I'm just saying that he he enjoys that side of the game. Yeah, and I think I think I know one thing. Edmonton Oilers fans are going to love Max Warner when he comes to the NHL because he's ready made for this market. Oh, I, I said it honestly. I think of all the prospects in Bakersfield, I think he's the one who has the potential to have the best long lasting career. Yep, I think that's I, I, he's he's a fit. He just is a fit with this city, and uh, like you know, Jason Smith was wildly popular in this city forever and ever, and and he's not the only one. And there's a, there's a physicality that if you bring in Edmonton as an Edmonton Oilers defenseman, you'll be loved forever here. Awesome, Al. Have yourself a great weekend. All right, you two boys. Have a great weekend, Low Tide. You bet. There you go. That's uh, five forty-two. The lowdown, a uh, host of the lowdown, Alan Mitchell. Uh, we'll come back. We got uh, Wanya's World. Also, uh, is going to give away. Uh, somebody's going to win win uh, Oodle Noodle. That's coming up and more on the Gregor Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. You can text us in our Jiffy Lube inbox, 833-401-1440. And I'll give you the update. I think we're getting close. We're getting very close. I like round numbers. Uh, we might need uh, one or two people at 100 bucks to get us to 16 grand today. So uh, stay tuned and I'll let you know when we return. 545. So with uh, all of our recent donations, I uh, do the math. And we had this because our goal was to get 7,500 for the pyramid. And then GS Construction would match it. Which we did, and uh, we're now at uh, fifteen thousand and uh, three hundred dollars. So we need seven hundred more in the last thirteen minutes. Let's get to a round number of sixteen thousand. So seven people at uh, at a hundred G's. That would be uh, that would be fantastic. If you want, or hey, if somebody wants to do seven hundred themselves, that would be great. Now, Kanzi, you just got uh, you're looking, you just got a contact. What's happening? Yeah, our good friend Lorianne Munzer saying she wants to add another four one hundred dollar spots. So that's 400 right 400. there. So we have 300 left. Thank you very much, Lorianne. We love it. Love it. 
So there you go. So, hey, we're up to now. We need 300 bucks to get to 16 grand, which will uh, really help out uh, the holiday hamper. So 833-401-1440. If you want in to help, hey, you can be the three people out there. Be the last one to get us to 16. Jeez, that'll be uh, great. Uh, while we wait for those, let's get to... Wanye's World brought to you by Action Electrical. Uh, of course, they have all the solar you need for both commercial or residential. And they have all the electrical preventative maintenance for commercial buildings. Infrared testing, energized and de-energized testing. You name it, they got it all. And they can give you all the tips on how you can maximize your savings through the grants from the government for solar. Go to actionelectrical.net. Here's one. What a difference two weeks makes in the world of the Edmonton Oilers. We were sitting here 14 short days ago, and we were freaking out. People were prepared to cancel contracts. We were ready to do whatever it takes. 14 days later, it seems like times are good again. People are standing tall. Oilers fans are walking around, heads held high. They're wearing their Oilers hats again. I saw a couple car flags at some red lights. That was good. We can now say we've witnessed the coldest streak Connor McDavid has had since minor hockey. And it cost Coach Woodcroft his job. And I wonder, Gregor, what you think. It's hard to say, but do you think the others could have bounced back under Coach Woodcroft? Should they have left him in the saddle for a couple more weeks? Or do you think that they needed a new voice in the room to save the season? It's a really good question. Um, my initial gut would say... No, considering what the record was with Woodcroft, right? Um, so that would be my initial one. But then I look at some of the changes, and sometimes somebody comes from the outside and they see what you can't see when you're in it, right? Like, think about relationships sometimes. You get in a relationship, and you know what? And one of your friends finally pulls you aside and says, you know, you've broken up, you, you know, got back together. How many? And the friend's like, dude, what are you doing? Right? Like, and this is why I see, and now sometimes people don't like hearing it, but then all of a sudden they're like, oh, and it goes off. Now, I also think it's as simple as the players felt very ashamed that their lack of consistency cost their coach's job, right? I, I think that's I think that's part of it. So, you know, you, you get the new coach bump, but I also sometimes think there's a guilty bump of like, man, like, they weren't the orders weren't playing up to their capabilities. Sometimes you can fire coaches, like trust me, and the orders did it for years. They fired coach after coach and they're like, oh geez, they're not better. Well, yeah, because you didn't get any better players. So the orders have good players. They had a good team who was playing poorly. Now they're just a good team. But they were also a good team before. And when I went through the three previous years and seeing these stretches of 15 to 20 games where they don't play well defensively under three different coaches, my gut would tell me that yes, they could have figured it out. But I also understand the dynamics of Jeff Jackson's in here. He hasn't been here. He didn't see what happened before. And I think there was lots of pressure in Edmonton to get it turned around. So I, I, I can never, we'll never know the answer to that question. That's what makes it an interesting question. We'll never know. Uh, I can see if people. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Say yes, they would have or no, they wouldn't have. And I think you can make an argument both ways. Well, it gets you thinking. Because he was a good man, he was a good coach, and he definitely had the highest winning percentage of any regular season coach. And the ship seems to have turned itself. There was just about a three-week gap there Mm -hmm. where they were the worst team in the NHL, even worse than the Sharks. And that cost a good man his job. Yeah, so it wasn't... uh, It it was not great, um, for sure. So uh, we got another uh, $100, so we need two more. We need two people at 100 bucks to get us... Over the uh, top. Uh, Texter98, we're just waiting on his name. He says he's in for 100 where Cons is just getting his name. So we're down to two people at 100 bucks. You're driving around. Well, wait till you're safe. And uh, you can, it's David. So uh, David's in at 100. So we have uh, two left at 100 bucks. Text in 833-401-1440 in our uh, Jiffy Lube inbox. We've got uh, quite a few other texts coming in here. Hey, guys, uh, I watched it many times. I thought in, in slow motion, the nurse shot deflected off the defenseman's right leg. That's why Hellebuck misplayed it. Yeah, see, I watched it too. I don't think it did. I thought it just went right through it. I didn't see it deflect. The, the puck went right through. All that happened was it hit his glove. He just had his glove too low, right? So he couldn't react. But I didn't see it change direction or deflect at all. It looked to me like he just screened him. But, I didn't, I, but who, let's, let's not pick uh, sides here. Let's just say it went in. And thank goodness, and we never doubted Darnell Nurse for a second, and we knew he would score. Hey, Gregor, that loss also cost you from Klaus and Beaumont. Yes, Klaus, it did. I try not to make it about myself, but yes, it cost me uh, three months of quiet humiliation. That's how I would put it. So we'll see. Why how are you, How do you want to do it today, Cons? How do you want to do the... Uh, um, you know what we'll do? It's Positive Friday. Somebody who's quick on the draw, like Wanya is. Oh, yeah. I've been told that. Yes. Mm-hmm. First caller who wants to win Oodle Noodle, a four-pack of Oodle Noodle, 833-401-1440. Call it. 833-401-1440. First, number to, first person to call, Connor will answer. He'll get all your information, and you'll be eating at Oodle Noodle. What do you, what do you recommend, Wanya? Well, I get myself a nice combo box like Connor tried for the first time ever. I know. I couldn't believe it. Said Udo Luda for like 15 years in Edmonton, and he finally tried it. Fantastic. Yeah, but he liked it. He very much liked it. On behalf of Wanya Gretz, Connor Halley, I'm Jason Greger. Have yourselves an awesome day. Hey, we got to $16,000. Elvis comes in 
Old man, grandpa, river, too. I love it. So thank you very much. We're at $16,000 to help out the holiday hamper. What a great first day of month of giving. Go to jasongreger.com. You can see all the packages for next week. They're right there. Enjoy your weekend. Please don't drink and drive. Whatever you do, get home safe so you can listen to the show. Have fun. Watch your orders next week. See if they can make it five. God, that'd be great. It would be really good. Get to the command sports fourteen forty update brought to you by BIE Engineering, specialized in all your residential, commercial, and industrial structural engineering needs. Go to bieeng.com. Good night. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall—whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Market.